You're listening to Brown Sugar Diaries with Erica Michelle. The chronicles and misadventures of a plus-size brown girl navigating life, love, and healing. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Brown Sugar Diaries, on Twitter at BRWN Sugar Diaries, and on Facebook, Brown Sugar Diaries Podcast, on YouTube, Brown Sugar Diaries Podcast. You can send me an email, Brown Sugar Diaries Podcast at gmail.com, and visit the website, Brown Sugar Diaries.com. Hey y'all, welcome back to season two of Brown Sugar Diaries. I hope you guys have been well, taking your vitamins, drinking your water, working out, washing your hands, practicing social distancing, and doing whatever other same shit is going to keep us safe out here in this world, because we're in the middle of a damn pandemic, and I'm still upset about it, but anyway, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a get over it at some point. Um, But I'm so refreshed, I'm so happy to be back and recording in doing all types of fresh shit. <laughs> um, I realized that on this hiatus, I needed to refocus and rededicate some energy and some attention to some other things that I have going on. Um, specifically my business and my nonprofit. I didn't realize just how um, productively unproductive I was on those fronts, trying to uh, do so much and not really devoting time to to each endeavor like I should and um I, I'm appreciative of the rest I'm appreciative of um just the recharge and rejuvenation of of life um I had not talked to my therapist for I think maybe like a month and a half or so and so I started booking sessions with her and have been having really good sessions and kind of honestly some some breakthroughs and um some situations where I've just learned not to be in denial which I can't really say I was in denial before but it's kind of just giving me um a fresh outlook on how I should navigate certain situations and certain things and um especially when it comes to you know dating and all of this kind of stuff so yeah, um, I really wanted to revamp the show a little bit, and I want to always start off with, just to give you a little formatting, um, I want to start out with, you know, what's going on in the world, what's hitting the blogs, what's hitting the, what's hitting the airwaves, and then dive into the episode, and then end it with a spoonful of sugar segment, because y'all be, when y'all do submit them, <clears throat> and, and I need y'all to submit stuff, um, but, you know, that's just it. Like, I just want to revamp some things and it's giving me some time to think about some stuff. Also, I added a little segment. Um, Well, not a segment, but um, I need your support to keep this podcast up and running and floating and, you know, do what I want to do and help it grow. So you do have an option. It's in the show notes on this episode and I'll link it um, to the website, okay? BSD got a website, brownsugardiaries.com. So make sure you go and look at it <laughs> and browse around and do whatever. Um, and I'll put the link to donate there in the website as well. Um, so you can be, you know, a monthly supporter of 99 cents, 4.99, and 9.99. I'll appreciate whatever um that you can have that you have to to share and spare. Um, just to keep Brown Sugar Diaries alive and well. And it might be, you know, some bonus content or whatever. You know, if you are a donor. 
you know, maybe some extra diary entries, some, you know, a little blog or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Assuming that people would donate and love me enough to donate, you know, but we'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so the happiness of the world, like this, it, listen, so the things that I've really been paying attention to, cause I kind of unplug, um, quite often I've, I've stopped watching the news, like maybe at the beginning of June and everything that I find out about is just on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram and stuff. So, one, Brianna Taylor's killer, murderers, killers, whatever you want to call them, are still free. That's a problem. That's all I got to say about that. Jada got entangled with uh, August September. I mean, August Alcina. <laughs> no, I meant what I said. But, um, yeah, all that kind of stuff. And I, like, listen, she grown, he grown. They both knew what they was doing. So, why we care? Um, and y'all president is acting the fool per usual. They, that ain't nothing new. And yeah, like it's all Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon done lost his job. Well, not his job cause he still got a job, but he lost wilding out and that's cool. It was kind of corny sometimes anyway, but you know, whatever. And all the Cameron's is losing their jobs. <laughs> they livelihoods. All these kids losing their, their their scholarships and stuff, and getting their admissions rescinded. Which it's fun. It's not funny, but it's so hilarious. Cause y'all gonna learn. Y'all gonna learn. Um, people are buying black, and I'm so proud of that. But I also need y'all to be patient. And it's not even just on the customer service tip, because I do understand that some black owned businesses have terrible customer service. Okay, that's not even what I'm getting at. But be patient. Black-owned businesses are not Amazon. They are not eBay. They are not Walmart. We don't have, you know, the two-day shipping op- option or next-day shipping option because y'all weren't buying black before, okay? And it's a loss to to stockpile product, especially if you're a product-based business, to um, stockpile product and nobody's buying it. It's too big of a risk. It's too big of a loss. So y'all just gonna have to suck it up and get with the program and be patient. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about buying black is to, to keep black businesses afloat, keep going back until they get it right. Even if the customer service is bad or unless it's just, you know, something that you can't tolerate. If it's something that you can't tolerate, fine, find somebody else. Because that's the thing about the market. People love to say that markets are oversaturated, but there's enough room and enough money for everybody to eat. And the reason why, you know, you don't have options and say that I can't go and get X, Y, and Z because, you know, there's nobody else. There's, there's a, everybody selling bundles. Everybody selling lashes. Everybody selling, you know, organic and soy candles. You have options. So one if one black-owned business is, um, customer service is trash, so you find another one. Or if you just so happen to like that particular product that that black-owned business sells, keep shopping with them until they get it right. Keep leaving reviews. Keep sending emails. And, and, and until you can leave a positive review, keep sending them emails. Keep sending them messages on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Keep shopping with them until they get it right. That's the only way that black businesses can grow. And that is the only way that black businesses can learn. And do better is if you, if, if you correct 
in private because the exchange, the customer service exchange is happening in private anyway, more than likely. So gently correct them, extend them some grace because you don't run a business. And then honestly, at this point in time, a lot of black owned businesses cannot afford to outsource and hire people to do what they need to need them to do. So until we can get to that point, be patient, boo. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I got as far as like the happenings of the world. Every The things that I have been really paying attention to, because I kind of, I unplug a lot lately. I have just been um, focusing on building brands, <laughs> multiple brands. Um, and, you know, just, just growing um, personally um, as an entrepreneur, spiritually, uh, mentally, physically. I'm just growing. But I'm going to go ahead and get um, into this episode, but after this ad, of course. Okay? Okay. Chill. Okay. So, let me tell y'all about this whole dating thing so I haven't really been harping on that too much because like I just kind of you know took myself out the game voluntarily like I'm I ain't gonna even say take me out call time out I just took myself out the game so, so I don't know what possessed me to download POF plenty of fish um again but my soul self did okay I did all right and um like when I was on there before it was almost, you know, immediately that um, people were, like, sending messages and, you know, all this kind of stuff, wanting to meet up. And I was just like, uh, no, nah. I don't know what happened before. Um, but at any rate, so this time, I, like, re- pretty much the same thing. Um, I used more recent pictures, like the ones that I took from March um, of this year. Shout out to Ty. Um, but anyway, uh, recent pictures, more recent pictures. And, you know, just didn't reveal too much, but, you know, set the expectation. I stated my intentions or whatever. And, you know, I was, I thought I was well. So, didn't really get a whole bunch of messages or whatever. Still don't. It's just a lot of people that, like, like the profile and they don't say anything, which is, I guess, fine. I guess. I mean, I don't really care like that. I mean, I do, but I don't. But anyway, so get a message from this one guy. His name is Jay. And y'all, I looked at the profile. I ain't gonna lie. Bro was fine. Like, bro was fine. Bro, I, it, well, I'm gonna say whoever pictures he stole was fine. Um, because, yeah, they was fine. <laughs> and, um, looked through and read his profile and all this kind of stuff. And I messaged him back and was like, hey, you know, my name is Erica and yada, yada, yada. We had a nice little conversation. So then we exchanged numbers, which I do not do immediately, ever. I never do immediately because I just don't be want to go through the hassle of, like, blocking people. 
And I just like, I'm not about to sit up here and waste my time giving you a fake number, creating a Google number, all this kind of stuff just to give you because I don't want to talk to you or you might be crazy. So we exchange numbers. He texts me. And y'all, I'm about to read this exchange, okay? I'm about to read this exchange. And I just want y'all to understand. Well, not all of it because it's really not the deep. Y'all going to understand the, the crazy part of it. So he says, hey, how's your day going? I was like, okay, you know, it's fine. Typical Friday, how about yours? He was like, it's going well. What are you doing? I was like, I'm getting ready to leave the hospital and head home. I need a nap. He was like, you're working. I was like, I'm pretty much done for the day, just finishing up some charting. He says, I see. Trust me, I understand. So key question, um, what are you looking for? It's, and I hope it's something meaningful. So I told him short answer, someone I can grow with, someone I can play with in an adventurous way, and someone I can trust to pray for me and with me. He was like, awesome answer. Would you like to know key things about me? Y'all, I should have just, I I should have known then this was some bullshit coming. But I obliged. I was like, sure, tell me something interesting. That was all I said, y'all. This man done opened up the floodgates of lies, okay? He says, I was born and raised in Birmingham, Alabama. I go back twice to see each, to see other families twice a month. I get four free first-class tickets a week because of who my father is. Pause. Who the fuck is your daddy and why do I care? Okay. Resume. So, if you ever need a plane ticket, holler at me. Save that money. I'm in the Army Reserves. I'm I also completed the physician assistant program in the Army at Fort Sam Houston. I work for the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Like I don't know what the fuck that stands for. Like I don't know that that's FBI short, but he put FBI in parentheses like I'm a dummy. And he said he's on the SWAT team. He said. I'm a tactical medical doctor. It's just a position title, basically a medic. Yes, I still do raids, kicking doors, and the tactical part. I work in the ER as a physician assistant at the hospital in the area on the weekends. I graduated from Rice University with a degree in biochemistry. I received my master's degree from Stanford University in human genetics and genetics counseling. I start medical school in the fall 2022 at Johns Hopkins. And actually, he didn't say Johns Hopkins as it's called. He said john hopkins medical school i also have my acceptance to stanford college of medicine geffen college of medicine lsu and ut southwestern college of medicine so those are the schools that are in in the running to really is based off my relationship status or marriage status because i desire to be married by then i sing and play the piano in a group with my identical twin brother we perform little shows our biggest performance was essence festival in new orleans this past year y'all already know y'all already know if you know you know okay okay so i'm all about investments as well i'm opening up an upscale gym with free nutrition classes um high intensity training high intensity interval training pilates yoga zumba weightlifting etc it will also have or an organic style cafe with meal plans available catered towards your blood type for chronic issues that's somewhat me in a nutshell oh i'm a kappa too i know you know that played college football baseball and ran um a four by 100 in in track last i love 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 fashion i've heard all the time i can really dress it's important to me y'all 
first of fucking all. Let's go back to his first class tickets because of who his daddy is. I ain't asked shit about your daddy. I ain't asked about no plane tickets. I ain't asked about none of that. And, yeah, I don't care who your daddy is. So, you you in arm reserve, you on the SWAT team, and you work for the FBI all at the same damn time. How, Sway? How? Well, shit. How? How? That don't even make sense, bruh. For real? That's what we doing? That's what we doing. I'm going to post the screenshots, okay? So y'all can see the bullshit. So y'all can see the bullshit. Y'all, y'all, I need y'all to see the bullshit. And then, to go on to say that you are a physician assistant. If you are a PA, and if you know what a PA is, why are you going to medical school if you're a PA? Like, wh- Make it make sense, sir, because being a medical, being a, being a physician is specialty specific, okay? Being a PA, you float through specialties. I mean, you're not bound to anything. You're not bound to one specialty. You can literally float through all specialties and, you know, essentially be a physician, you do take medical histories, you know, do physical exams, uh, order and interpret labs and diagnose and treat and counsel and, you know, assistant surgeries and all that kind of stuff, even set fractures. So as a PA, you pretty much are a physician. It's it's far less, you know, education. Um, I won't say less education. It takes less time to be a PA than it does to be, you know, a physician, of course, which is, like I said, specialty specific. So me being in medical school, like it's me only wanting to study one specialty. That's it. But as a PA, you can study whatever, you know, I mean, you float through specialty. So I don't understand if you're a PA, what the hell are you going to med school for? That's dumb. That's just dumb. That's just stupid. But whatever. Go off, bro. Then, um, the whole part about him being accepted into medical school in 2022, how the hell you know two years in advance? Let me know something. How you know two years in advance that you you got accepted into medical school? You ain't even been through the first admission cycle yet. Like, and then, (laughs) John Hopkins. John Hopkins. Who is John Hopkins? Who is that? Where is that at? I I never heard of that. It's definitely Johns Hopkins. Like, quit playing, sir. You ain't going to know Johns Hopkins. Like, don't do it. And then, y'all, with this whole music group and gym and stuff, and I'm just, I'm weary. He make my soul weary. And then he say he a Kappa. Now, I don't understand why he would think that I know anything about that. I mean, I do because I'm a Delta. And, I, you know, I'm part of the D9. So, but why would you assume that I know anything about that unless, like, you know, you just learned something about me or whatever. I don't know. And I don't really know how he would have learned anything about me, honestly. But you a Kappa. 
And I really wanted to be petty and be like, oh, so you a Kappa, you not a noob, huh? But, you know, I ain't going to be petty because I feel like it was on, he was on some BS. But, I, y'all, I'm just, I don't. I don't understand. I don't care nothing about your fashion either. I said, tell me something, you know, interesting. You just gave me half a whole life story or whatever you want to call it. And then, so, my slow self, y'all, my silly self, the only thing that I took from it was you fly from Atlanta to Birmingham because to go to Birmingham is like two and a half, three hours maybe. Depends on if there's, you know, depends on how the construction is going. And, like, I think it's, like, from, like, Villa Rica um, to, like, the Alabama State Line. That construction be is raggedy. But anyway, um, yeah, so I'm like, the only thing I really got from that is, like, you fly from Atlanta to Birmingham? Because that's kind of how he phrased it, y'all. So, he was like, no, his parents live in Texas, hence his area code. His, he has a 972 area code. I didn't really pay attention to that. Um, but he has cousins and aunts and uncles that live in Birmingham. So, he um, he visits them and then goes to visit his parents in Texas. And so, I was like, oh, okay, I moved to Atlanta from Texas. And so, then he was like... I see. Can you chat briefly? I have some questions for you. And I was like, not until after 6.15 because I had a therapy appointment at 5. Y'all, no response. He never called. He never called. Never. And I'm actually kind of upset about that because I really wanted to hear the rest of this bullshit. I needed some entertainment. And so I was telling my my therapist about it and she was like, girl, <laughs> she was like girl like bless his heart he can't he wouldn't know what to do with you exactly sis I'm glad you know he would not know what in the world to do with my silly self so y'all I ain't been on POF no more I turned off the notifications and at this point, if I open the app, it's just for pure entertainment because I'm not like I can't take anybody seriously. But from that, I also realized that and, and I realized before, but that whole exchange and interaction just kind of further confirmed for me that I truly need to work on myself and get me together. And the person that I'm supposed to be with is just is going to have to find me because I can't. I'm far past the point of trying to meet somebody halfway. And, yeah, I just, I really just don't have it in me no more to be trying to play with these day apps, y'all. Because it's just too much. And I think the takeaway from it is that, like, I got a lot going on. Um, I have a lot going for myself. I do a lot. I have accomplished a lot. I'm going to continue to accomplish a lot. And I need, there are some things, some insecurities that I need to work out within myself. And we'll discuss that in later episodes. Um, before I really can commit to somebody, before I can commit to a commitment, if that makes sense. Um, before I can commit to um, attempting to get to know somebody, to, to collect the data, to decide if I want to pursue something or be in a relationship with the person, I need to gather myself together 
because there are some things that I want to work on personally that I tend to project um, some insecurities that I need to work on that I tend to project onto other people because it's an insecurity of mine. I assume that it's a problem for other people and I really want to get that together and yeah, really show up in a relationship or a situation, not really a situation Like I'm not trying to have no entanglements. Okay. But I want to be able to pursue um, or or just date somebody and hopefully that, you know, in turn um, progresses to a relationship um, and be, be showing up with my whole self. I don't want to walk into a situation, a dating situation, a casual dating situation or relationship half-assed and just have cock. Like, I just don't, I don't want to do that. So it's really, at this point, it's just for pure entertainment. It really is. Like, I'm not taking nobody seriously. And, um, yeah, like, I just, it was just some, some bullshit, y'all. Like, pure fuckery. And I found it freaking hilarious that he thinks I'm dumb. <laughs> or they thought that I would be impressed by stuff like that. So, yeah, that's pretty much my whole, you know, dating app, shamble, misadventure, all this kind of stuff. I'm going to post these screenshots and y'all enjoy. <laughs> y'all enjoy. I hope y'all get as many laughs out of it as I did. And, um, yeah, y'all be easy, right? And y'all make sure that y'all stay safe and wash your hands and practice social distancing. And wear a mask, please. Please care about other people and stop spreading your germs. And if you send your kids back to school, I mean, that's on you. But I also feel like them trying to send these kids back to school is pure bullshit. And I don't like it. I'm glad I don't have um, children. I fear for my nieces who are um, 17, 10, and 9. And um, in a public school system that essentially is is failing and um, just underperforming. And it's also because they mama trifling. But, you know, we'll talk about that later. Um, but, yeah. Like, I really fear for the children, for the teachers, for the administrators, um, for the districts who, I don't even fear for the districts, because I, I think the districts are dumb if they allow their schools to be reopened, um, yeah, amidst amidst a, a, a global pandemic. That's just freaking stupid. But I also feel like if you a teacher, take your ass on strike. All the teachers, all the teachers around the United States need to just go on strike and be like, no, we're not going back into the classroom. Plain and simple. Honestly, we are not going back into the schools. We're not going back into the plan, into the classroom. And honestly, you can like kiss our ass. <laughs> I really wish that the teachers would do a big ass strike. Um, even if you got to do it through a teachers union, whatever you got to do. I mean... I, I really don't think that these babies need to be back, that the teachers need to be back into a classroom. They're already in a high-stress situation because they have a whole bunch of damn kids in one spot, 
And then you talking about trying to social distance with 40 kids in the class to one teacher? Uh, uh, no. That's a problem. That makes no sense. So, y'all be safe. Y'all be well. Take your vitamins, take your medicines, drink your water, work out, eat right. Um, and wear a mask, wash your hands, all that kind of stuff. Practice social distance. Stop walking up on people. Okay, stop walking up on people. Don't be close up on people. Because then if they elbow you in your throat, then you're going to be mad. Now you're going to be trying to file assault charges. Ain't nobody got time for that. Okay, just back up off folk. Hell. But anyway, thank you for tuning in for another episode of Brown Sugar Diaries. This is season two, episode one. And uh, y'all play nice here. Do you have a question to ask or just need some advice or want to sprinkle some sugar on your situation? Visit the link in the bio. It'll take you to the website. From there, click on a spoonful of sugar submissions. All submissions are anonymous. And spill your tea, sugar. Spill it all. And don't forget to rate, review, like, share, and subscribe to the podcast on all your podcasting platforms.